to That Geek Pod. I'm Andy and I'm with my co-host Catherine. How are you going, Catherine? Yeah, I'm going good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. It's a lovely sunny day today. Very nice. Very nice. In the podcasting lounge. That's it. Yeah, so today we thought we might have a bit of a talk about Jurassic Park leading up to Jurassic World 2. Fallen Kingdom, yes. What are your early, early memories of Jurassic Park? franchise for you well i was there in the cinema watching it and i do remember being completely overwhelmed with the dinosaurs just being amazed at the dinosaurs that they looked real and to then see how they were made it was amazing and just overwhelming and being completely terrified as well Of course, yes. Yes. (laughs) Those raptors. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So tense, that kitchen scene. Mm. So tense. Mm. What about you? Uh, For myself, I would say my early memories, I think I I had the toys first Mm. as I was too young to see the movie. Yes. Though, uh, I think, yeah, I think my first was the T-Rex and it was like sort of like a squishy type toy not like a plush um but like when you squeezed its neck or something its jaw would open and close so you Mm. you know its mouth would open which is pretty cool um so uh that was like that's probably my first memory of it and then when i did end up did seeing the movie i saw it with my dad at one of his uh co-workers he had his own theater in his Mm. home well in his parents home yeah. Well, we would go there and have pizza with him and his work friends mm. and then go into the little cinema room and, uh, yeah, they put on the movie and, wow. yeah, very scared. So yes. I was very much, like, uh, h- hiding away mm. until my dad said, yep, the scene's moved on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the most I was scared was the um, the T-Rex scene just mm. because it was raining and... And yeah. it was just scary, the, 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 the roar of the dinosaur. It's amazing how that scene of the water and the, oh, yes. the vibrations in yes. the water, that is still to this day just one of the tensest scenes. You can just feel the tension coming off and, and the dread of what's about to come just mm. through this cup of water. That's right. It drew, it, it showed you like, oh, is that something? Mm. Oh, wait. And then it get, it got, it got like um, faster and more intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I was in high school when it came out and I can't quite remember the lead up, but I remember that there was a bit of excitement about it coming out. And when it finally hit, it was amazing. Everyone went to see it really quite quickly. And and that, I mean, that scene in particular is one that sticks with you. You can just, I'm sure everyone now has that picture in their mind of the vibrations in the, in the cup of water and then waiting for the T-Rex to appear. Yeah, even... even um when there, uh, when it was near the end of the movie, mm. I just remember the the final shot was when they were rescued by the T Rex. 
Yeah. And the raptors are a, uh, attacking the T-Rex and the T-Rex just like destroys them. And it has that shot where he's just like uh, bitten one, thrown it away. And then he's just doing the, the big roar and the banner comes down of Jurassic Park. And I'm like... You know, at the time, you know, everyone was just amazed with Jurassic Park. And it was all over the TV, all the posters, that iconic poster of you know, the black background, the mm. red icon of of the um of the dinosaur of the T Rex mm. and and everyone saw it and we saw it probably a couple of times at the movies because it's such a visual movie that you really wanted to experience it more than once. You know, That's on the, true. On the big screen. Yeah. And obviously it is something that I have relived a few times on T V it's not the same, but it is an amazing movie to watch. And and I, growing up, always loved dinosaurs. And to see the dinosaurs walking and and really looking like they lived. Yeah, was, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy I was friends with back in primary school. It was show and tell day. So I brought in my T-Rex I didn't really have many friends at that time, so like I was just nervous, like, uh, see how this goes. Uh, a kid that was in my class that was death, not death, death, he brought in uh, a velociraptor and Dr. Ian Malcolm. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. I just thought, oh, wait, there's someone else here who who has this toys. This is awesome. We'll be, you know, it's yeah. like in... Um, uh, Step Brothers, are we best friends? Yep. yep. <laughs> like it was just really good, and um, we got uh, once I found that out, and we got to sit next to each other, and we became good class buddies, and because we would just have our dinosaurs on our desk, even though everyone would look at us like, "What a why?" Like that's weird. Yeah, it's, you know, you bring up Ian Malcolm and Jeff Goldblum. I mean, we're talking nineteen ninety three. I. I can't believe it was 1993. It was so long ago. But um, he was a huge movie star at the time and he just owned that movie. But also Sam Neill, you know, Australian or Kiwi. No, we like him, so he's Australian. Yeah, that's um, it. You know, being the lead, really the lead role in that film and and a different leading man in a way, like not a big heroic. Yeah, he was a bit of a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially to the kids. He didn't yeah. like kids. No, no, but he's also, you know, not the typical hero save the day. I mean, he did save the day, but with his yeah. brains, mostly. Yeah, though also, like, his co-star, Laura Dern, she did a lot of heroic things too, yeah. which was good. Yeah, she was awesome. But what I really liked in retrospect with Laura Dern's character is that she wore boots and wore, like, yeah. clothing you would wear as a as a paleontologist That's right. and, and not, you know, red high heels. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> um, but the impact of the movie at the time was huge. I mean, Michael Crichton had written a few books that they'd made some movies out of and continued to make. Um, but I then read the book, which is... It's very different, I yeah, hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing from the book that sticks with me is 
um, there's a part where you are reading as someone's getting eaten by a T-Rex and the thought processes that are going through their heads oh, wow. as they're getting eaten. <laughs> so that was rather disturbing. Um, but also um, Ian Malcolm doesn't survive in the book. Oh, okay. So very good change by Steven Spielberg to, to have him, him survive. In. Yeah. Very good. He brought, approved. <laughs> he brought lots of humour to it, which was needed, with his sort of like odd, um, I don't know, odd yeah. personality, personal traits. Yeah, he, he like brought that, the that gold laugh. bloom. <laughs> like that. Yeah, he, he, he went full gold bloom and it was definitely a different take, but it was just a great take. What a, You think about all the casting in that movie and it was – not your typical sort of action film that that was done at the time. You know, Laura mm. Dern, although very well known, she wasn't your typical screaming you know, woman. Um, Jeff Goldblum, again, not a typical leading man. He'd been a leading some films, but he wasn't typical. It was just a really well cast movie, but with great characters as well. And, and of course, um, Sir Richard Ashenborough almost said Sir David, but Sir Richard Ashenborough. He was, all I can think of him is the kindly Santa from Miracle of Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, then he's this this very rich person who does this really quite questionable thing of bringing these animals back to life, but we always you still love him because. You know, of his persona and that little twinkly quality he has. Yeah. And you, like, really believe him early on that, you know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And then when it all goes terribly wrong, I think mm. that's when he realises, yep, we've gone, we've, too made, far. we've gone too far, we've made a mistake, we need yeah. to get out of here. Yeah. And I just, it's a Steven Spielberg movie, came out in 93, and, of course, rather famously, it's the same year that, Steven Spielberg made Schindler's List. Oh, wow. So he mm. – and he has sort of said, well, he was very happy to make Jurassic Park after Schindler's List that it was, a, you know, really cathartic for him because obviously, obviously Schindler's List is such a – Very depressing. Very, yeah. very dark movie, mm. you know, about a horrific period of our history – for him to then come out and go and make this full-out fun movie mm. that has stood the test of time. Still holds up today. Oh, unbelievably. Like the, the CG. Yeah. Um, yeah, visuals. Yeah. But um, I think on the whole, because the thing that generally dates a movie is the, is the effects. Yeah. And, and I defy you to find something that really sticks out badly. Yeah, that's true. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And the John Williams score, of course. Ah, uh, yes. He continued um, Spielberg bringing, over, um, bringing John Williams over to this movie as well. Because mm. mm. uh, he first used him in Jaws. Yeah. yeah. And can we all out there think of the Jurassic World or Jurassic Park theme? Now, which one is yours? Because... Yeah. 
Because there's the other one as well. I'm not sure how it goes, but there is this other one that's there. If you listen to Art of the Score podcast, they do a big Mm. um, expose on the John Williams score. So we we recommend you guys uh, listening to that as well. But but that theme is also well known and Mm. is quite good. But I I really like the... um, I think it's when the T-Rex is uh, attacking the cars. Like that score was, it's yeah. pretty like. And that man running away, hiding in the toilet. The lawyer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never like that guy. No. Uh, Newman. <laughs> it's all Newman's fault. We'll just blame the whole thing on, on Newman and his greed. Yeah, I was so surprised because I didn't watch Seinfeld before this. Was no. Seinfeld around? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Okay, around that time. Yeah, because uh, I just knew him as like, oh, that's the guy from Jurassic Park. No, no, Newman. Yeah, and then I found out later, oh, no, he's Newman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think for years I got very confused with that um, girl character. I thought she was played by um, Kirsten Dunst. Oh, really? Yeah. The daughter? Yeah. Oh, the granddaughter. I the granddaughter, say. yeah. Yeah, I... I yeah, or the, or the I girl never from, knew. yeah, the girl from Jumanji. I don't know. I got very confused. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, they were kid actors, but I thought they did pretty well. They screamed well, which is yeah. I, I found Timmy do. annoying, and yeah, I you know being a little, a little had a bit of a crush on the sister, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, I found Timmy was just annoying, and I could see why, um, uh, Doctor. Um, Sam Neill's character. Sam Neill's character. Yeah. That he was frustrated with him because, like, even in the audience, I was just like, yeah, this this kid's annoying. Mm. So after Jurassic Park, we've had uh, Jurassic... Not, Jurassic yeah. Park 2? Yeah. Jurassic Park 3? The Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah. we got to get these titles right. I quite liked at the time. Yeah. But going back now, you rewatch it. Wait. His daughter's a gymnastics up-and-coming star, and she's just, like, fly-kicked um, a raptor out the window. This is a bit ridiculous. And some of the um, some of the dialogue, I think it was... Um, I'm just looking at the IMDb oh, yes, that would page help. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Vince Vaughn's character. Like, he, he was a bit of a goofball in it, yeah. I found. Yeah. But I, um, I do remember the scene with... Vince Vaughn in that sort of caravan type of thing they had set up. The caravan scene is quite good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like that visual of them holding onto the rope mm. as it's going down, I, yeah. that's quite good visuals. Yeah. But it's just amazing that they... And even even the opening with the rich British family and the girl... Yeah, going, get, going yeah, to the island. Going to the island and she like... Just walks up to those little dinosaurs. She's like, oh, you like chicken? Here you go. And then, like, they started attacking her and stuff. That camera trick when it's got her mother screaming and then it cuts to Dr. Ian uh, Malcolm yawning. Oh, wait, it's a giant Dr. Malcolm. And she's, you know, screaming from him. Yeah. It's – I haven't watched it as many times because it it never – it didn't grab me as much as obviously the first one did. But, you know, again, dinosaurs, awesome. Yeah. I, I, I did like how they actually went into the modern world. And I, the scene with the guy in the blockbuster 
you're running out and the, he gets the, they, someone shuts the, locks the door on him and he just like turns around and the T-Wix just grabs him and yeah. in his jaws and just t- takes him out and you're just like, oh God. <laughs> so in the Jurassic um, Park universe, as it were, so the general public didn't know about um, the dinosaurs. It was all kept secret, That's right? right, yeah. And was all also came out public during that second movie. Yeah, so as soon as I think the T-Rex got loose, mm. that's when everyone was sort of aware like, oh, wait, they're doing this? They're bringing dinosaurs back now? Yeah. Um, which, yeah, which um, kind of, I think that's when at the end they're like, all right, we have to, because mm. the government wants to know, okay, you need to let the public know now. Because uh, we've just seen a T-Rex destroy, yeah. was it San Francisco? Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, because they had the yeah. bridge. I think the yeah. bridge is in one of the scenes. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how they they just kept it quiet, apart from the very rich um, finding out these these secrets and then going to the the um, secondary islands to see dinosaurs. That's right, which leads us into Jurassic Park 3. Ooh, you oh, sound enthusiastic. <laughs> I, I don't think I went to the cinemas for that. I might have. I might have just gone with friends, but man, like yeah. I enjoyed it because I'm like, Spinosaurus, oh, wow, a new, like, arrival to the T-Rex. And then they put that fight so early and it just takes out a T-Rex like that. And you're like, yeah, but, but we've only, we've only just got to the island. Why so mm. soon? Yeah. The, um, I think there was pro- probably one of the problems with the Jurassic franchise as it went on, how it wanted to keep making new dinosaurs. Yeah. And, and it's like, didn't we learn from the first movie, the folly of, tooling around with DNA mm. and but also just why do you need you know more dinosaurs they're dinosaurs yeah like it's a different island I get that but even just the story like this divorce like in the middle of a divorce their son's lost mm. they pay they pay these people to take them to an island they um they lie to um Alan Dr. Alan Grant Sam Neill's character about you know why they were there, and it just—it just turns into a like, like there's no like it's silly. It's yeah, uh, yeah. and like just the comedic bits. Like I think um, when they're in the plane, um, Doctor Grant's asleep and he wakes up, and there's a raptor in the plane, and it's the Alan, and like <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and it's a sh- it's a shame that these sequels in a way that we're not loving them because the first was just yeah, so the first started yeah 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 but yeah they sort of feel like they're retreads in a way but you know the last Jurassic Park 3 was made in 2001 says he mm. yeah. so then cut to a couple of years ago yeah Jurassic World. Good old Jurassic World. We're rebooting it. Oh, is it in the same time? Like, is this an actual reboot reboot? No, no, it's a continuation yeah. of the story. And you're thinking, 
Okay, this could be interesting. So the park's open. Yeah. Chris Pratt's there. That's cool. We've got a few yeah. comedic actors in there as well. This could be really good. And then you see the movie and you're like, wait, military used raptors for the yeah. military? Yeah. What? No. Yeah, it, it was really a bit disappointing. Yeah. And like the CEO is like hopping into a chopper. And I think there's a character is like, what do you, what do you do? Why do you need to do it? Oh, I'm a pilot. I'm, I, I know how to fly. I'll go and rescue them. It's like, you're a CEO. There's no way in real life a CEO will go, I have a pilot's license. I'll go and fly. No, he'll pay someone to go up yeah. there and do it. Yeah. And, and for me, I was, there was just whole predictable bits, but you know, watching the, um, Bryce Dallas Howard character, Claire, running around in heels. Yeah. See, I didn't know the controversy when I saw it. It was only after I watched a review and they Mm. noticed that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm. She had heels on the whole time. How does that work? But let's just think through the thinking of the um, corporation behind Jurassic Mm. World. Uh, Is it InGen? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so 20 years ago, they started on an island making a park. Before the park even opened, the dinosaurs got out, caused mayhem, death and destruction, and then you know, subsequently got out onto the mainland mm. as well. But you know, they all saw the folly. They saw the problems that... When they initially created the dinosaurs, they put in, was it frog DNA? That's it, frog DNA. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how they ended up with... um, They were supposed to be all females. All females, but they ended up with both genders because life finds a way. Um, And so they had then dinosaurs that weren't then monitored and with the um, inhibitors that I think they were putting in. Mm. Okay, so... There was that was a massive stuff up. So what are they going to do? Go back to the same island mm. and build another park with yeah these genetically engineered dinosaurs. Yeah, we've added all types of mm. animal and reptile DNA. Yeah. Oh god, that scene when he's camouflaged. You're like, what do you mean? Uh, he's there. I, I've got him on the radar. We can't see him. What else did you put in him? Uh, cuttlefish. We put the cuttlefish. We put some mm. cuttlefish DNA. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't think they were thinking very thinking through at all. Yeah. I mean, corporations and- usually don't get accused of thinking things through mm. all the time, but they did get to park being open and which was been cool to see yeah you saw yeah. that like the kitty dinosaur rides that looked yeah. fun yeah and it was sort of cool to see what the um final outcome would have been for the first park in a way although i think the first park definitely had more of the idea of of it of a zoo or something to see the dinosaurs of it, almost right. like a nature reserve that mm. you then visited. Whereas the second incarnation was far more of a theme park, and it just seemed a all sea world. It seemed all corporate. Like yeah. every scene, every time they were like in the control room, it was all corporate, corporate. 
um, the IP, mm. blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, we're here for a fun film and you're just saying all this government corporate yeah. stuff. Like, mm. we're not here for that. Well, mind you, those scenes had um, some of my favourite characters from that movie in it, the um, the nerds. Oh, yes. Know, in the control room. Um, Not that I can remember. Oh, it's the guy from How I Met Your Mother, wasn't it? Uh, oh, no. Jake. Um, He's from... Um, uh, Jess? What's yeah. that? Uh, new, girl. Uh, new Girl. New Girl. Yes, New Girl. He's yeah. very funny. I like yeah. him. Yeah. Wearing the um, Jurassic Park merchandise. That's right. And Lauren Lapkus, he's a yeah. great comedian. And it was great to see B.D. Wrong come over from the um, original movie to yeah. continue his character as... Uh, Dr. Henry Wu. Yeah. So Who's they, now a villain? Yeah. In in the new trailer for Jurassic World 2 Fallen Kingdom, it, he does look very yeah. villainous. Well, even in this movie, it's yeah. very villainous. Yeah, I know. It's, you're speechless because it's just like... Like even watching the trailers, I just feel like I've seen this movie now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For Felix yeah, beat, I've seen for beat the, the entire movie. Yeah. It's like there's nothing they can surprise me now. No, no. It's a government thing. They've created their own raptor now. And they and like they want to use them in the military. Yeah. Ugh. So I have to admit, during each time I watch the trailer, Blue, the um, character of Blue, which is one of the – is it, it's a raptor. Raptor, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the character I like the most. And if anything happens to Blue, I'm rioting. Well – in the trailer, he, doesn't he get shot? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, Catherine. I'm, <laughs> Sorry. I'm I, going to write. He, he gets into fights. <laughs> but if anything happens to Blue, I'm I'm going to write. I'm not going to be happy. I'm surprised. Like, was that name given in the first one? I think so. Okay. Because, so. like, when he's like, oh, you, re- you remember me. You know me, Blue. I'm like, he had a pet one. I thought. He tried to control them all, and yeah. I don't know. I only saw I th- it once, so I think, yeah. I think he he was training them all, um, and yeah. there might have been one in particular that he. Um, this is Chris Pat- Pratt's character. Pratt's, that's right. Yeah. Um, Though I I don't understand. Like they have him training the Raptors, and then when the government guy uh, Hoskins comes in, and says, "Oh, we're going to use them for the military." Okay, I see. Okay. Um, but your trainer is like, oh, no, they won't work because they're a packed group. There yeah. needs to be an alpha male. You can't just tell them what to do. Yeah. And they ignore him. It's like, yes. um, you're paying this guy to train them, and then you're not listening to what advice he gives. You're just like, ah, we'll just do it. Yeah, so mm. I don't want to sound super I know, negative. we are being negative. I know. Yeah, because there were some still very cool scenes and – and the um, little like clear plastic bubble thing that they went through the parking. Yeah, they were interesting. Yeah. Oh, the the Sea World type scene that was yeah. quite good with the giant giant crocodile like creature yeah. snapping up eating a great white. Mm-hmm. Though it was a bit sad when the their the the kids um, babysitter yeah got taken up and then got eaten. I'm like, yeah. oh well, she was an interesting character, but mm. she's gone. But yeah. With the kids, though, they were yeah. annoying as well. Yeah. But um, also the scene of the chaos, the main um, walk or something of the Oh, of when the the, all, all the raptor, all the uh, air creatures yeah. escaped. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was pretty crazy. And they were swooping in, taking... Picking up people, yeah. yeah that that was, was crazy. Yeah. But it really was... And you can look at it from the, the point of view of an allegory about how corporate America or the corporate world can can take things and... Yes, that's right. And, mm. and you know, just think about the dollar, not about the consequences. Yeah, because I think even... I think... I think after they were rescued or something, there was like a like a stinger, and it was like we've captured some. Like, a, oh, they're still around, and they've captured some. Whoop de doo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've um, I do have a, a ticket booked. Yep, with some friends, mind you. I it could I be good. So I don't do well anymore in um, tense movies. So yeah, good luck to those sitting around me because I'm. <laughs> I do like to run away if things get too tense or yeah. I'll need to take blanket or something to hide my face. You'll be right. Mm. <laughs> It'll be interesting to know if it's... Um... Yeah. See, when I saw Jurassic World a couple of years ago with the same friends, it was a full cinema. That was a, a Well, VMAX. yeah, it made a lot of yeah, money. Yeah. So. And there were some people behind us with a seven-year-old child oh wow mm. and the friends i was with were parents and they're like no i would not be taking no my seven-year-old yeah to see this like movie. there was some pretty serious scenes mm. um mm. because i think there's one thing to seeing a scary thing on your tv at home yeah and another to seeing it on the big screen and in public when you've got other people reacting yeah, yeah. yeah. um because on your tv at home you can pause it and go and do something else mm. or or just run away like I've been known to do. Mm. Um, but, yeah, in a TV, you know, movie screening, it's all a bit more intense. So mm. I think for smaller kids, you know, they might have been fine with the, um, with the first movie or with Jurassic Park. But, again, that's watching at home on your um, TV rather than um, – on the big screen. And looking at the rating here, it's it's an M. So I don't think that child should have been there. No, no. Now, did you ever play any of the Jurassic Park games? No. I went on the ride at Universal Studios. Oh, what was that like? It was really fun. Yeah? So it was one of those, um, you know, you're in like a train cart thing. You go around and there's dinosaurs shooting fire out at you and you're going oh. around a thing. And at the very end... It's like a water slide. You know, you go down and you get your photos taken. And and I was on that ride years ago now with just random people because I was there at Universal Studios on my own. Mm. And me and like three other guys who were there, on, we all looked at the photo and went, oh, it's a bad photo. Want to go again? <laughs> yep. Ran around, went on it again. Second photo, not good either. No. Nah. Want to go again? Yep. Yeah. So we ran around. <laughs> Time number three, good photo. So that was heaps of fun, that ride. Yeah, I never – I don't think I've been to any rides that are any Jurassic Park theme. I've been to Warner Brothers and stuff, but I don't think they have any no. anything there. No. no. But, yeah, the games I played was – I think it was the name of the first movie – on the Super Nintendo, which was quite fun. Then uh, when it came to, I think, 
uh, yeah, the first PlayStation, you actually could control the dinosaur. But each level, you'll start with a lower and then go higher and higher um, with the dinosaurs. And I think that game, oh yeah, it was composed by Michael Giacchino. So even back then, like he, he was doing... Uh, oh, the scores. Yeah, he was doing video games. Um, but even at the arcades, the old Jurassic Park shooter they had there, mm. um, that was quite quite interesting. Though, I think when it came to the um, the dinosaur that spits the uh, yeah. not acid like oil yeah. or not oil yeah he, yeah it the, spits can, the gunk at them yeah. and blinds you yeah the one that uh, um, got Newman that's right yeah that's where I'd always die mm. and whoever's next to me we just can't I don't know. it's just, it's just hard to get them all when they're all splitting and it blinds your screen and you're just like I don't know where I'm shooting but yeah recent. Recent games, um, nothing, or oh, the Lego, um, but their new upcoming game, which is quite interesting, you're basically building your own park, and you have to deal with the elements of um, weather, um, uh, income from people visiting the park, mm-hmm. and... and um, so is it almost like a Sims type? Sort of, oh. yeah. Um, Sorry, this, this is my weak spot, gaming. <laughs> But yeah, like there was an early version in 93, um, but they're, they're just redoing. I think it comes out this month. But um, but yeah, no, it looks pretty interesting. Like I, I like those type of sim games and um, this one looks quite fun. But yeah, it looks interesting. And you like you have to have like your security team to go around, make sure there's no damages around the fence or like a T-Rex will break free or something will happen. And, and, and like I said, you have to make sure they're being fed. Or they'll get upset and you know start trashing the place. But um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm just showing Catherine some photos of the game and it looks really stunning. So those first games that came out with the first movie, mm. what was sort of the storyline with them? Were you? Um, I think it was like like basically the same as the movie, like story wise, but it um um sort of like. Um, just like basic, like it's like a like a two D front, and then it went into like a fir- uh, not front, like a like a uh, like a role playing game thing, like okay. a Zelda. How it's just you know yeah. like that, and then when you go in a building, it'll be first person, okay. like it'll switch in between. So like you'll have so you'll start off like that, yeah, um, which is sort of just the setting of like a retro type game. And then you go into a building, and it cha- it changes to a to a, a first person, yeah, um, a first person's uh, view. Yeah, Seeing so yeah, it's out. an overhead, and then when you went into a building, it will change to a first person view. Mm. Yeah, no, it was quite fun. I think I, I think my brother and I owned it, but we also might have rent. I think we rented it first. So yeah, there's the first person view. So you'll get that type of view, mm. and you'll have raptors in there, and you just you're not actually killing them; you're du- shooting darts. Okay. So they'll go to sleep, but if you have to backtrack, they'll wake up. So you have to like make sure you take them out and keep work out what the maze is. Okay, so you you can trank them and then yeah keep mo- moving forward. Can you put them into like confine them somewhere? Oh or? no. Back then, it's just wherever they laid, that's where they laid. And like in this photo here, you can see like you'll be behind fences and 
there's that dinosaur that spits. So you just have to like be careful and try and dodge. But yeah, no, it's quite, they've they've had some quite good fun games. But yeah, I've kind of dropped. I haven't really got any like got gotten into anything recent. But this Elevation one looks really interesting because um, I like those type of um, strategy games when you have to create something and maintain it. Yeah. Though I usually end up failing. <laughs> you didn't pay the power bill. Oh, there's no electricity in your park. Oh, no. So do you think that would appeal to the younger gamers out there? Or oh, sure. Definitely. Something... Some, yeah, it looks fun. And it like there's nothing like too violent in it except, you know, you'll see dinosaurs chasing people and probably eating them. But like... Yeah. Yeah. But no, it looks fun. But like it's always... Um, it's good that they've they try they've given you know the the franchise has you know um, really gotten itself into the uh, pop culture these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the Jurassic Park theme that I have in my head anyway, you you just need to play that and dinosaurs comes into your head, doesn't it? And mm. and that's that scene of when you know, Alan Grant first sees. The, the dinosaurs walking across Yeah, the, the I was just field. about to say the same thing. That's yeah. my first image. Now, is that a Brachiosaurus or is that a different one? Yeah, oh, I think it's Brachiosaurus, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the, out, like, yeah, and then it pans to the river or lake and mm. you just see all the rest of the dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think that they, they um, I think uh, Dr. Grant turns to him, how did you do this? And he goes, the camera zooms in. I'll show you. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, it's very, um, it has a lot of um, nostalgia to yeah. it as well. Yeah. Um, especially with the score, like anytime you oh, put that yeah. theme song. But yeah, the the CGI was amazing and still holds up, but they did use some puppetry and, and robotics. That's right. Yeah. They built uh, the T-Rex head. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And was it the um, Tyrannosaurus that was, was sick? Was it the stegos? No, yeah. Oh, the triceratops. Triceratops. Yes. Um, that was sick. They were tending. Was a was yes a, a robot or a puppet or a combination of both that they were tending in. And, and I think I, I heard somewhere that that particular maker sort of saw the the rest of the effects and was like, "Our industry's done. You mm. can do all of this with CGI." Mm. But I think. It was this really fantastic melding of practical and CGI effects, which works for the film's benefit, I think. Definitely, yeah. No, outstanding. It, it, it really is, like, outstanding at the time, like, what they did. Yeah. And, and I think it's sort of missing these days. You don't see that crossover much. No. That I do like a bit of the practical effects because I think it does – look a bit different on the screen it's mm. a bit more real worldy mm. um that there's a weight to mm. it for lack of a better word um but i think it it does give the actors something to respond to and i think that helps definitely i'm just um i've just brought up a photo of the t-rex and i uh, see i thought they just built the like the the neck and the face but they actually built everything except for the feet so I'm guessing so when the camera is panning up, yeah. you're not seeing the feet, you're seeing the actual body. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, my God. 
And they did the same for Jura- um, Jurassic Park 3 with the Spinosaurus as well for those close, close-up yeah. shots. Yeah, it's, it's it's great stuff. It really is. But I think it, it shows the power of a really fantastic special effects, both computer-generated and and with the robots and other things. The like animatronics, the yeah. The animatronics. No, definitely, definitely. Now, there is apparently a distinction between special effects and visual effects, and I can't remember the difference. But, yeah, it's it's just such a, a landmark film in filmography. But I think in in pop culture... Oh, definitely. Everyone remembers Jurassic Park. A- everyone remembers... Uh Dr. Ian Malcolm lying on that table shirt with the buttons undone. Open, open shirt. And, open shirt. <laughs> and I read recently that that was just something that Jeff Goldblum did on yeah. the day. And they, <laughs> and they went with it. Good choice. So, yeah, I hope, I hope you've enjoyed our discussion of the Jurassic Park franchise. And, um, yeah, if you have any uh, things you'd like to add, uh, send us an email at thatgeekpod at gmail.com. You can also... Um, find us on Twitter at, at that geek pod. You can find Andy at that geek Andy. You can find me at Catherine underscore name and that geek pod will return.